0: Hello, fightful faithful! Welcome to another episode of the Fightful Sour Graps NXT post show. How was that? I usually I usually really screw up the intro. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty. It solid. was
1: very good. It was yeah. very good. We're very Thank proud you. of you.
0: Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is the uh, this is the I'm supposed to do this. I also forgot. I always forget to do this. This was the June seventh, twenty twenty two edition. In case you somehow found this on the internet, we're like, wait a minute, which year is this? June 7th, 2022. Uh, I'm your host, Alex and With me as always is the wonderful Kate Elizabeth. Kate, how are you doing? I, I You were a bit under the weather, at least vocally, uh, but you sound good now.
1: I was, yeah. By the end of Sunday night, talking was not a thing that was coming easily to me, but I am sounding and feeling better now. I am at uh, Mama and Papa Elizabeth's. With oh. Buster Elizabeth himself, so wow. I'm good. You've seen like three different setups in the course of like four days, so <laughs> and I didn't join you for Raw yesterday, so I'm in a great mood. You're
0: in a great mood because you didn't have to talk about what happened on Raw last night. No, oh, I
1: didn't have to talk about Edge. I didn't have to talk about Becky Lynch losing the 24/7 title
0: match. Nope, no, didn't have to touch about any talk about any of those things. Um, no, so that's good. Not. What we're gonna talk about tonight is uh is NXT. Uh, uh, a, a a decent all around episode of NXT. Um, which is two weird. Po- the 2.0. Yeah,
1: yeah, the 2.0. Guys, yeah. get in your super chats. Get in yes. your humper chats at humperchats.com, which function just like super chats, mm-hmm. but we get to keep a little bit more of the cashish.
0: Yeah. Um, And uh, leave uh, a Jake thumbs Salazar, up on our, this video. Yeah. Jake Salazar starts it out with Alexander Palosky. I have some heat with you over that uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> comment you had last night. <laughs> Uh, Last night I said all of the fans in Green Bay uh, were cheering for the wrong things because they are stupid. And you know that because they still root for Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. I stand by that comment because there's no way any sane person could root for that guy anymore. Uh, You could root for your team, but you could hope deep down inside that uh, that he twists an ankle getting off the team bus and the backup quarterback comes in and throws for 500 yards and they never need to use Aaron Rodgers ever you again. You
1: are classic heel picking on the hometown sports team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheap heat for Alex tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, yeah, please uh, get in your uh, super chats. Bottom of this little uh, YouTube deal. Uh, also, uh, HubbardTest.com, as you have said, we got a, a few of them. We got a, we got some good things to say. Some surprises. I I, I, I I think that nobody expected a certain face to show up on yeah, Raw. Yeah,
1: which and I think that, I'm
0: excited for, about. And for that like, certain face to have a certain voice again. <laughs> yes,
1: thank God. We'll talk a lot <laughs>
0: about that. Um, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Jake, Jake Salazar. He is literally the greatest quarterback of a generation. Oh, I get it. So, so you judge the art, not the artist. That's fine. That I, 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 go back and forth on that. And in this particular way, I'm gonna go ahead and judge the artist.
1: I mean, um, I think it's fair to say that Tom Brady is probably the best of the generation.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, whatever. Uh, honestly, I, don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs>
1: Our Go. moderator Luis, who we missed last week, Drew Nicholas did such a wonderful job filling him, but we did miss Luis. Uh, said, "Bro, Tom Brady is right there." <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I mean, uh, also screw Tom Brady too. Like, get that guy the heck out of here. Like, I, I mean, that I that guy's awful as well. You
1: had you had your moment. Most Third. of them are awful. Like, For that's that's decades. the problem.
0: Is you got to realize that most of them are actually awful people. Um, uh, Jimmy Pringle says, uh, that he went on vacation and all hell breaks loose in the wrestling world. Also, I got the COVID after two no. and a half years. Well, that's probably because you went on vacation. That usually that happens. when
1: you <laughs> Yeah, it seems to be, it seems to be, um, but it, can, can as a connoisseur of-, yes. of COVID oh, and right. someone who has gotten it three times, yeah. Yeah. um, this is the one to get. I promise. If you have to get it, this is yeah. the best version.
0: Kate, <laughs> give Papa Paul Elizabeth a big old hug from all of us at the SGS. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: that's nice. We'll do.
1: Um,
0: I don't know what what this is. Look here, Caitlin. You just stop that BS. What BS? Uh, uh, I don't know uh, about about. I, I don't even know. What
1: oh, Tom Brady. I mean, I think it's a fair argument <laughs> to
0: I mean, say listen, Tom
1: Brady is the best quarterback of that generation listen, based on. I- the everything he did on the field. Right.
0: Listen. Uh. You're. Uh. Tom. Tom Brady has longevity. They're gonna find out that dude. Like, like went, like built a time machine, went into the future, and like, like I don't know, cloned himself, and then came back because there's no way he's doing all this stuff at the age he is. Like he he put he put like I don't know he he like. Surgically implanted a a nine-year-old's knees into his knees. There's no way it's possible that he's doing what he's doing at this age. Not possible. I know what it is. But, but well. It's aliens. Could be aliens. Could be aliens. aliens. uh, I was a big Aaron Rodgers uh, fan. And uh, I
1: figured based on your location,
0: uh, I mean, I, I just was because I because I, I always actually really liked the guy. And then I moved to, to the Wisconsin area. They won the Super Bowl the first year I was here. And I was like, well, that's the first in a long, long line of Super Bowl victories. But Aaron like- Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And guess what? It was not. Uh, anyway, uh, Jake Selser said Tom Brady is absolutely nowhere <laughs> close to Aaron Rodgers based on talent at the position. I just love it. I love it. Like seriously. I love that
1: people are sending in people sending money to talk about tell, anything but the sure. show that we're yeah. uh,
0: go ahead. Do that. Um, Paul Elizabeth says, oh noes. Get well soon, Sir Pringle. yeah, yes, seriously, Everyone send in better. get get well wishes to, to the, the wonderful JW Pringle, who's been a top guy uh at this um uh this year's show since the very beginning. Um Eric Freed's says Mazel Tov to Kate and Dan Barry on their engagement. <laughs> Long time sour graps watcher, casual NXT watcher. Keep up the great work, Alex and Kate. Go Bengals.
1: Okay, I feel the need to explain that I'm not engaged to Dan Barry. But I am wearing his shirt. Um, As I've said before on programming, on my Wednesday night podcast, they make me play FMK a lot, um, which is Mary Kill, um, mm-hmm. which is a game like you played in high school. And Mm -hmm. I had promoted the podcast I was on by saying that we were playing it. And Dan Barry said, K me, please. And I said, I'm going to marry you. That's way worse. (laughs) And so we had this little kayfabe engagement going and then like coworkers of his thought he was actually engaged and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I actually saw him this weekend at my commentary gig. He was on the show and we decided that we're going to register to get a bunch of free stuff. Very nice. So, but go buy a shirt. He's really, really nice and very valuable in an industry that Kind of underappreciates him in yes. my opinion
0: he rules um uh so anyway uh, if we've if we've gotten past all of the football talk um because <laughs> we are nothing if not a professional football <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs>
1: like nick full like the whole chat right now
0: <laughs> um uh, uh, uh <laughs> anyway so uh, here we go tonight's episode of nxt is promising um the the the, uh, at least on the men's side, you, your mileage may vary. Honestly, on the whole toxic attraction thing and how and what what you think they are, uh, I think they are doing what they are asked to do well, but I don't like that being the face of the women's division. That's just not my thing. We'll get um, there.
1: Uh, right. I have Things to say.
0: Um, but uh, in the on the men's side, um, Braun. Carmelo and the Creeds as the champions we're in a really good place. We're in a really, really good place. And there's a lot of really, well, maybe not in the tag team division, but on the other side in the, in the upper mid card. And in the, in the main event scene, there are a lot of options to have some good, at least some good matches, whether or not they're actually going to be good feuds. That's up to the writing staff and we'll see. Um, uh, But <clears throat> Jake Salazar says, Green Bay Packers has a worse management than WWE. And then says, I know you see that dang super chat, Alexander. <laughs> I, I I saw them both. Um, I, I would I would like to not spend this entire time uh talking about this.
1: Like, not this week, two weeks ago, yes. Here's
0: here's the deal. You'll you'll never get me to say that Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback. I just don't think you should root for him based on the fact that he's a trash human being. That's what I think, personally. Anyway, um, I don't know why we got into this. I don't know <laughs> I either. I really don't know. Anyway, um, the point <sighs> what I was trying to make was, let's see where they go from here into the summer. Because they're in a good spot, but they could screw it up immediately um because they've been known to do that especially since they went all rainbow so we'll, we'll see we'll see from here um <laughs> jake salazar says i will spend all money to turn this into a football podcast <laughs> well you're i mean you'll, you're you gonna have to um uh and your guru says chiming in on the quarterback talk as a resident <laughs> of new jersey eli manning beat tom brady twice in the super bowl so end of the discussion Was I'm sorry, was Eli Manning playing defense? Because that was who beat Tom Brady in those Super Bowls. Um, Not not Eli Manning. Uh, Eli Manning got bailed out by the most fluke catch in the history of football played anywhere. Here in the World Football League, Canada, in the backyard, the most fluke catch in the history of catches. That's what he got bailed out by. So was I? You you want to come at me for football analysis? I got you. I haven't actually watched a football game in literal years because I boycott the NFL because they've got some shitty business practices. But but you continue that, to watch wrestling. But I, yeah yeah that's the thing. I got I had to pick one. I can only <laughs> pick one, and I picked the one that actually pays me money to talk about it. You know what? That's fair. There
1: you go. That's fair.
0: Um. So. Uh, We we get this, we get the whole thing start, uh, start out with, um, Santos waiting for Tony D to get driven up by Raul, uh, excuse me, not Raul, Cruz del Toro. And, uh, Hey Santos, come over here. Open this car door. Hey, you do that thing I told you to do? Yes. He'll have the papers by Friday. Friday. That's pretty good. What about the other thing I told you to do? (laughs) Yes, the 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 uh, the city hall meeting. I don't know why you want to do redistricting. Hey, that's for me to know, you to find out. Okay. Uh, also, you better put on your put on your your, your tights. You got a match. Um, I love that he's like now giving him matches, and and this is where we go back to. There's there's nobody in charge here. Like the inmates are running the asylum. Nobody has actually. Um. Nobody's actually uh, in charge of this place. So just like all the wrestlers can just make matches whenever they want. Nobody's going to tell them no. Just just do it. Why not just do it? So there you go.
1: Which um, made it frustrating in the opening promo with Grayson Waller when he said, you can't just get an opportunity <laughs> because you want one. I was like, since when? And that's what your whole career has been yeah. built on? Because you don't win matches like ever Um, but I'll say this. I watched NXT with Paul Elizabeth tonight. Mm. Normally, I don't make him sit with me even when I'm visiting because I love my parents and I'm not going to make him sit Mm. through NXT, but he voluntarily sat there. He was really an Antoni D, as one should be.
0: Why would you Um, not be? Um...
1: You know, because unless you've actually seen Tony D, I don't think you necessarily understand the magic of the fact that he's actually pretty okay at acting.
2: <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah,
1: like when you hear us say "keep cool, gabagool," you're not like, "Hey, but that guy can actually act."
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Jake Salazar says, "Well, Eli won twice, Alexander." So to quote DX, "Suck it." I re- I really could not care less. Keep sending us money. I'll keep reading this. Yeah,
1: keep the, uh, listen.
0: Mark Losber s- sends, a- sends in one. It says, uh, "I live outside of America, so I watch actual sport instead of that grid- gridiron stuff." Despite that, WWE have much worse management than Green Bay. Uh, it'd be, it's a, it's it's a toss up. Um, so uh, <laughs> so I I did I did love. Uh, all the interplay between Tony and Santos and guess what, Kate? What? Um, If you're going to do a baby face turn, this is how you do it. Not last night. This is how you do it and get like, I don't, I don't know what their plans are for him, but, but Santos as a guy, the crowd is supposed to cheer for has a lot of potential as a tip-top guy in any company. So we'll talk more about that match, but this, this opening scene was
1: wow. I am very, very excited about that. It makes me a little nervous because I do want them to go to the main roster at some point, and I think them versus the bloodline would be awesome, having them as face and the bloodline as heel, obviously, but I also don't like the way they present baby faces on the main roster, well, so I don't true. know. But Legato and Santos Escobar in particular um it's fun to want to root for him like he's he's really really good and yeah we can get into it more later at the at the match but mm-hmm.
0: no <sighs> uh, <laughs> nope yeah no I mean <laughs> no I'm not no
1: we're not gonna do that
0: no just just even even prior to the most recent developments, no, just no. Uh, no. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so then, um, well, we get some, we're getting some, some little, uh, some here from Le- Eugene Zaliz for a dollar. If you have something you actually want to ask, make sure you, you send it in there and, and, and we will, um, we will definitely a- ask it. Um, for sure. Otherwise, we'll it.
1: just take your money.
0: Yeah. Other, I mean, <laughs> um, uh, Tom LaValle says Tony's a great actor because he went to the U. Of Buffalo, so many great wrestlers coming through Buffalo right now. It's true. Um, uh, Other than Buffalo
1: Boys, Daniel Garcia, Butcher and Blade,
0: yeah. um, Like, I don't know, man. There's just there. There's outside of the purview of WWE, a guy who can do this character. Um, like if you turn it down like three notches, it becomes not a cartoon, even though he's playing the cartoon really, really well. It becomes like a regular person, a guy who is uh, a fast-talking manager type, but if he wants to get involved in the fight, he can do that as well. Like, I think he's really good in the ring, but but also, I think his, his absolute ceiling lies in being able to get anybody he's working with over because he's such a great talker.
1: Yeah, it's, this whole thing has just been a lot of fun and it's been a well booked story and it makes sense which yeah. is why I'm I'm skeptical of where it's going to go but so far it's been great mm-hmm. um, and I, there were some spots in the match that I really liked from both an in-ring perspective and a storytelling perspective like with the crowbar and stuff but we'll get there
0: Yeah, J.B. Pringle says foosball is the devil Aaron Rodgers is the devil too mm-hmm. um that, of course, is from the very famous scene in Any Given Sunday. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so then, I guess we'll talk about that match now. Um, um, they force Santos to enter to Tony D's music with Tony D, like, front and center in the ring, and then he walks over and does a little bit, a little, like, a little cheek pat and a, and a tap on the shoulder as he, as he walks away and, and and there's death coming out of Santos' eyes at him. <laughs> like, it was, I I love their interplay. It's so great. Uh, the match with Santos and is really good, except for I love the fact that, like, um, uh, <laughs> Tony D's on commentary and like, hey, hey, that's not working. Do something else. I don't like that. I loved, like, loved that. He, he does his, his amazing suicide dive. He's like, what the hell is this? No, oh, don't do that anymore. Take that out of your repertoire. It stinks. And like, I, he's like, it's great. Um, and so if Frazier's really good, but but he's not as good as Santos Escobar. Um, and then uh, two dimes slides a crowbar to Santos. And then Santos looks at it and is insulted that they think he needs that in order to beat Nathan Fraser. So he tosses it aside and immediately loses to Nathan Fraser because that's how it works. I don't make the rules. That's how WWE books things. Um, but him taking the high road by choice when his evil boss was for, was like forcing him to cheat, that sends him down the path of being a babyface. They were trying to chant Le-ga-do to Tony D's music. Like Santos is super over and he's a really top tier dude this could be the beginning of something great. If they're going to slow build through this to him fully turning crowd favorite baby face. I think there's something really excellent at work here.
1: Absolutely. And just a few spots that I wanted to call out. Cause there was a lot that I really liked in yeah. this match. There was an incredible head scissors takedown. Um, the surfboard stretch is just like one of my favorite holds in wrestling. I love it. It's so brutal looking and very simple and feels like you're trying to win a match like i like moves that make it feel like you're trying to win a match and buddy it's a surfboard stretch one of them um the i loved the crowbar spot because it felt so he didn't like pick up the crowbar and sit and debate whether or not to use it and have like a crisis of conscience he was like I don't need that thing to win this match. Like, get out of here with it. Like, this is, that's not how we operate. Like, yeah. I absolutely loved that. You called out the suicide dive before. Loved it. Loved his ridiculous suicide dive and him staring at Tony D and Tony D jaw jocking, but him just staring at him like, I can't believe I'm in this position, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, plus, my mom thinks he's cute. So, just like a nice... Uh, you know, some nice color commentary to have going on. Yes. She thought the guy with long hair was cute. So, yeah. Um, just really, really liked it. a lot about this. There was a tilt a world backbreaker in there that was great. Nathan Frazier is great too. Um, his finisher is absolutely insane. Like unbelievably athletic. But I just really liked, for the first time in NXT in a while that I can remember, it was like great story and great in ring. I think the last time we were getting this was probably with Imperium and Diamond Mine. Mm. And then they they booted it, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that they don't boot this. There's no title Mm -hmm. involved, so they can't bosh it that badly. Right. But this has just been absolutely fantastic. I loved this match. This is like something... There's not a lot on NXT that I would tell people to go seek out. This is something I would tell people to go seek out. My only complaint is they got to give Nathan Frazier a character other than, I'm so happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh, Crikey, I can't, I can't believe that I've got. Oh, uh, Bob's your uncle. I guess I'll go out and try my best, won't I? Like he's just, he's like. Bob's if is he's, he's like if a chimney
1: sweep was became a wrestler, you oh, know. No. Yeah. Um. Great. This was great, though. This was really nice to see on my TV, and I was like. It's very weird to have positive things to say about NXT at back-to-back shows. Yeah. Felt weird. It started to make me itch a little. I don't like yeah. it. it doesn't, I, I doesn't I just, feel good.
0: I need him like like <laughs> like just jauntily walking along a a, a a turn of the century London street, just singing W-W-E, A-W. I does what I likes, and I likes what I do.
1: He jumps in the air and clicks his heels. Mm-hmm. He's like... Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, Mark Losper saying, An evil boss uh, treating an underling like crap and the underling trying to fight back. I guess Vince learned to write what you know. <laughs> uh, it and, feels authentic. And Luis says, It's like Wardlow MJF, but the but the Gabagool remix.
1: <laughs>
0: um, hey, so uh, not everything can be good, Kate. Um... <laughs>
1: Of course not. We can't always have nice things.
0: Can't, no, no, no. They all can't. They, they can't all be home runs. Um, <laughs> Jaden Pringle says, Boy Meets World Chimney Sweeps is my new band name. So there you go. <laughs> That's um, we got we got a we got a Veen Wigner, um, uh versus um, Double Vest uh, match. Old, old, old Double Vest of Double Vest and the Beach fame. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: the beach
1: fame. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. and what fame it is.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't get um, what you're doing with Von Wagner. Neither do they. This is the thing that I saying is that <clears throat> it's good that Von Wagner lost because he's because he's bad, and the more he loses, the less I'll see him on my TV screen. But. Just like with last night, and so often with WWE, the ends do not justify the means. It's good that Finn Balor is going to be in a prominent position as the leader of whatever is what they're going to call the Judgment Day. Now he's going to be heal like heal Finn Balor is going to be a great thing. It does not justify the slapdash, haphazard, out of friggin' nowhere way that they got to it. Just as. Like it's great that Von Wagner lost. However, like it appeared that you were building him as a legitimate monster for like I don't know months now, and if and if the payoff for that is to him for him to lose to half of the redneck boys, that's a that's a really dumb payoff. So yeah, Von Wagner loses to 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 Double Vest because the Beige throws his cast into the ring, which Double Vest pits up and hits um, over the head. Uh, on on Wagner Wagner, and then hits a lariat and then pins him. and great, I guess. what what were we doing? what did what did you make me watch every week on NXT you? get you forced me to watch minutes every week of von Wagner doing von Wagner stuff and the payoff is this? bro That can't be right.
1: So, I love wrestling managers. I love wrestling managers and I love wrestling weddings. Okay. I love Stokely. I love Heyman on the main roster. I've been wanting him to get paired with Ronda Rousey. I loved when Zelina was doing her thing with Andrade. Um, I don't understand why Robert Stone, Mr. Stone keeps working with losers. I don't understand what Sophia Cromwell is in this picture. I don't understand anything about the presentation anymore. It's incredibly muddy, and I'm so confused. She used to just stand there and point. And then last week, Wade Barrett said she was managing him. And I was like, so they're co-managing? So that was weird.
0: Co- then let's like they're, get to the like match. It's like they're co-parenting. That's what It's they're, like they're, they're co-parenting, they're but one of
1: them's a hot girl. Yeah. Like, I just... um. She literally stood in the crowd and pointed, and now she comes down to the ring with him and also points, and Robert Stone stands there and helps the, doesn't even help someone get matches, just stands there, and then that person loses, so um, I, I it's an incredible misuse of a wrestling manager and a hot girl, like I don't know what that's supposed to be, the match was awful. I'm sorry. Like it's bad. I normally we talk about how bad the creative is here. You gotta be able to know how to throw a punch at this point in the game. I'm sorry. Both of these fellas, but especially Von Wagner, like the footwork on these punches was terrible. All they did was throw each other into corner spots and give each other big boots and bad punches. It was awful. This was not a southern ass whooping. No, this was a terrible, terrible, terrible match. Um there's some very, very basic stuff that just was slapola in this. And then the booking makes no sense for so many reasons. One, think of all the people you sacrificed for Von Wagner. You were trying to sacrifice Kushida, who was like, hey, I'm out of here in a month anyway. I'm out of here now. I'm not putting this guy over on my way out. Um, but you still, like, built this guy. You had him... Yeeting people into tables to have him lose to a half of any tag team makes no sense, because in my opinion, if you're a half of any tag team, you should probably be losing in that situation unless there's a much bigger storyline picture, because the thing that you compete at is tag team wrestling, right? Like you should probably be doing the job if you're half a tag team in there, Um, especially when it turns out that the hand was fine. He threw the cast in the ring so they can compete as a tag team is now what you just told me. Yeah, App- apparently, I'm. I, I think they
0: want us to think. Oh, he just got cleared five minutes before he came down to to support his friend in the match or some crap.
1: Ah, uh, yes, you know? of course.
0: I mean, I, I'm I'm doing their work for them by assuming that's what they want us to think because anything else would be incredibly asinine.
1: Makes. Even, even less sense. I just haven't seen what Von Wagner is good at yet. I, I really haven't. I don't understand the presentation at all. Um, I, I hate to like come in and whine about the same things week after week, but it just, none of this makes any sense to me. The booking doesn't make sense. The match was so bad, like so bad and I don't understand this presentation. I don't really understand, like, what this triad of Sophia Cromwell and Robert I-only-manage-loser-stone and Von Wagner is. He doesn't even fight to get the matches. People well, roll out of the ring and he doesn't kick them in the head. Like, what is the point of you as a manager? I'm no, so confused.
0: I don't understand. Um, this was
1: bad. This was a really, really bad match. And not a southern ass kicking that I was promised.
0: For you, Von Wagner losing another match he couldn't afford to lose was completely incomprehensible. For Robert Stone, it was Tuesday. (laughs) Um, Yes, of course. uh, (laughs) um, uh, J.B. Pringle says that Redneck Boys spelled R-E-D space N-E-K space B-O-Y-Z is his new rap band name. I think that's just a kid
1: rock album.
0: Um <laughs> uh and then of course um Buster Elizabeth. Uh, oh says, why couldn't right they bring Commander Aziz to team with Von Wagner? They can call them maximum male models. PS more treats, Papa Elizabeth. <laughs> um, that was nice. Um
1: I can't believe then, he's laying on the ground, super chatting right next to me. Yeah,
0: and then um Riot Riot Doctor, Riot DR, um, says, uh um that of course reminds us that that not only was the beach out there but also horse girl was out there that's very important that horse girl was there she she distracted the ref to allow the thing so he wanted me to sing this <clears throat> their horse girl and the beach yes horse girl and the beach the horse is a lawyer and no one likes beach they're southern and they brawl with clotheslines and the law they're horse girl. their horse girl. And the beach, 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 Thank you. Chris Pereira says, I come for the wrestling, but I stay for the Mary Poppins references. As one should. Um. So no Wesley on the show tonight.
1: He did work at dark match. He did
0: work at dark match on SmackDown. He he faced Sangha at at SmackDown. So one guess as to who Vince thinks has the most potential there. Um, and then, uh, but he wasn't on the show tonight. But they did interview uh Zion Quinn, who who says uh um uh Nathan Fraser. That's another one who's who uh, who carries a lucky rabbit's foot around with him. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna beat Wesley next week. Blah, 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 blah. There you go. That was a, um, that
1: was a great promo. I'm so you. excited for that match now.
0: Thank
1: you. Hey, wanna do um, Nathan Fraser impressions right now? Let's do them dueling, ready. <laughs>
0: what 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 are we doing now? What Nathan are we doing? Fraser impressions. Oh, oh, um, oh, I can't believe it's me. I've got I've got uh, I've got another chance to show what I can do in the ring gosh, I hope I win, and if I do, Bob's your uncle, that'll be me, Nathan Frazier, Big Nate, they called me, back in Southwark, but I'm right here, and I'm gonna... Yeah, sorry. Um... I think we have a
1: new character.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's... Definitely... Nobody's been
1: added to rotation since Linder.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Also, one of our guys who's a, who's a, who's a who's a top character here has now migrated to the other channel, so... So That's I don't true. know, I don't know, if we could, but we're going to, Regal is always going to be here in our hearts. Um, so, uh, Oh, Jake Salazar still at it again. <laughs> okay. Oh, I almost forgot Peyton Manning was three and one versus Tom Brady in the AFC championship game. So how about them apples Peyton, the real goat, godel mode. Like pick one, dude, just, just pick one. Like, I don't know. I, like, 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 if it well, if my favorite guy isn't better than Tom Brady, then other guys are. Come on. Listen, honestly, who who could possibly care?
1: Thanks for the money.
0: But thank you for the money anyway. <laughs> um, so uh Braun Breaker comes out, talks about how uh Joe Gacy pushed him to the limit, almost made him question who he was. He brought my father into it boy but I'm here and I, I really hope there's somebody who's who's willing like who's ready to have a, a shot at this title and I thought we were gonna get Giovanni Vinci we did not um they revealed he was Fabian Eichner uh later um but like but he's not Fabian Eichner
1: no he's Giovanni Vinci
0: he's Giovanni Vinci so you're not revealing anything by showing us his face cuz you don't you want us to forget that he was ever in Imperium cuz you're never going to reference that fact. So what are you revealing exactly? Like it's a weird thing like either have him come out and cut a promo. Uh hopefully in a, you know, Luigi or Mario voice that that'd be my preference. But Well, um, you
1: are revealing that he has a face. We didn't yes. know he had a face until this moment.
0: We assumed.
1: Maybe you did. I guess I do. Unless, unless every part of your body appears in a promo, I assume you don't have it.
0: Um, uh,
1: they did that with Tiffany Stratton, though. I'll say that.
0: Jerry Pringle says, Pip, pip, cheerio, gubner. I like scrumpets and tea. I wanted to do an impression too. Oh, I get it. I get what you're saying there. Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> just, we, have the, we have the best people who are best. We really do. As Beel Beelichick Beel, says,
1: how do I reach these we kids? We get to make a lot of South Park references we on do. here.
0: We do. We do. That's nice. Um. So, uh. Anyway, he calls out somebody, somebody, anybody, come out and challenge me for the title. And it's Apollo Cruz, Kate. It is. Um. Now I don't. I don't even remember the last time we saw Apollo Cruz wrestle an honest to god match.
1: Not like uh, a real one.
0: In, like, in, in, uh, in, on Raw. Like, not like part of a, part of a, a battle royal or, you know, he was, he was out there as a lumberjack or something. I don't remember the last time we saw him wrestle on Raw. He's been on main event a lot. Sure. Um, but that's about it. But he's definitely been doing the old, the gimmick they gave him at the beginning of 2021. Where, he de- where, where, where they decided, oh, so you're actually Nigerian? Can you do an accent? Great. From now on, you're either a Prince T'Challa of Wakanda or Eddie Murphy from Coming to America. Like, th- those are the things that you want. Um... Oh, right. His last TV match was a handicap match, him and Aziz versus uh, Apollo.
1: That was on March twenty well, first.
0: Well, March twenty first. So there you go. That's what they used. They used him to put over Omas because that was a that was a need needed needed to happen. Uh, Eugene Solis says, "I'm a new member of the Sour Graps family.
1: Welcome,
0: welcome, Eugene. Thank you." Um, so, <clears throat> Paulo Cruz comes out and he's dressed not as his. He doesn't have the giant. No. staff thing. Uh, he comes out. There's no commander. Aziz.
1: Also. Thank goodness for that.
0: Also. Thank goodness. And he comes out and he's just Apollo Cruz. He's the Apollo yeah. Cruz. Apollo Cruz who left, uh, who left, um, who left NXT way too early. Um, he says I left NXT too early. And that's true because he was in prime position to take over that place in the next six to 12 months. And they called him up out of the blue for no reason, had no idea what they were going to do with him. And he's floundered on the main roster ever since. Even as much as a guy who has a U.S. championship and an Intercontinental championship under his belt in the past six years, as much as a guy with that resume can flounder, he has floundered on the main roster. So it is very good to see him in NXT. He says he's here for as long as I want to be, is what he says. Um, it's very good to see him in NXT. It's very good to see him back in, as his old self. Yes, and yet, Kate, they just think they can drop that and never give any kind of um, uh, a, 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 any any kind of explanation about it. And the reason why he can't explain why he doesn't have the accent anymore. Is because then it would require somebody to actually explain why he had it in the first place. And if anybody had to explain either of those things, there's literally nothing they could say that wouldn't be laughably stupid. And this is the problem: is that once once you've made your decision to get into something, you gotta find a way to get out of it. You get just can't like poof it out, poof it out of the like out of the blue. It's like you
1: can't do that. Like- I feel the same way about a lot of the name changes. I feel like the only one that was ever appropriately handled was when Curtis Axel went from Michael Magellicuddy to Curtis Axel. Paul Heyman gave a promo and actually acknowledged it and kind of explained it. And I was like, that should be what you do all the time. An accent is different. Um, I Kofi Kingston's not Jamaican. So newsflash, like, this has been a continual thing with them. I will say, in their weird little world, NXT, though one of their products, and the main roster don't exist (laughs) together. So, last time Apollo was in NXT, he did not have this ridiculous accent. He's back in NXT.
0: So, he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't have
1: this ridiculous accent, and they don't explain it because he's, he's back in NXT. Because why would
0: they explain anything?
1: Well, and... Like you said, they can't because they never explained why he was suddenly cartoonishly Nigerian in the
0: first. But place. I do think it would it would it would uh, surprise and confuse a lot of people who might be watching. Like, well, well, wait a minute now! Didn't he have a very large fellow with him all the time? He was a military man. Like I think he was a, an admiral. Admiral Sneeze. What, what
2: was he his was, name? He was
1: uh he was a commander.
0: He was a, command. oh, I, I thought he was a lance.
2: Porter. He was always really,
1: commanding things.
0: I don't, I have no idea what he was. He was very tall. Uh, he had lovely pants. He had uh,
1: lovely were, they pants. Were, they were
0: white. They were always nicely, impeccably ironed.
1: They were, um, out. they were always ironed.
0: But I, I was, I was so surprised. I thought he would be coming back with him, but apparently not. He's, uh, you know what? I bet you he's got military things he's got to do. He's got to. He's, he's got to. He puts he in first. Because he, he he, he's, uh, probably he's in the National Guard. So he has to put in his his week
2: one weekend a of month course. and two weeks a year. He's doing his two weeks a year right now, and then he'll be
1: back.
0: I'm sure that's what they're going to do. Because I was very confused. Why I did not see the the uh, commandant a
1: sneeze. It has nothing to do with the fact that he can't wrestle. Nothing
2: to do with that at all. <laughs> no, not no, no, of course not. What are talking about it. he's a military commander,
0: command, commandant. That's what he is. Um. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy that Apollo gets uh, his to, to complete his actual run in NXT here. Um, talk about a dude whose, whose, um, whose talent in the ring has never been allowed to really, really yes. shine. Um, he's, he's great. Um, and I can't wait to see him work with, with Breaker and, and Carmelo Hayes and whoever else they have him work with in the ring. Like put it, put Put you kidding me? Put Apollo... I'm like, obviously, this is not the way their storylines are going to mesh up. But are you kidding me? Put Apollo Cruz and Santos Escobar in the ring. Give them 15 oh minutes and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Agreed. And so a few things. I I feel like we were kind of maybe on different sides of the fence with Ziggler. Like, I really liked him being there. Um I think it's ridiculous that you have nothing for Dolph Ziggler to do on your main roster, but I like to I, th- you I think
0: me. I think somebody like Apollo Cruz makes a lot more sense coming to NXT because he has the thing. I was in NXT and I think I got called up too early, and I have unfinished business here. Makes a lot more sense than Dolph Ziggler going like, Hey, it's me, the Zigmeister, and I'm here to ruin everybody's day. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't get that guy. I get why Apollo Alex. Cruz would want to come back.
1: He was there to show the world there to show the world how dare you but i do <laughs> i do really mm. like this use of apollo Cruz, and i like this use of if you're not doing something on the main roster coming down and working nxt in general i think that right. can be a really mutually beneficial situation i hope when roh launches aw uses a tandem like that as well like hey, I'm not doing a ton in AEW, I can go down and help some of the young kids out until it's time to be pushed back into a main program or a title picture. I think it's really, really great. And Apollo is such a skilled athlete. Um, I remember hearing an interview, and it killed me that he was like trapped in this Nigerian accent gimmick. Um, Because I remember hearing an interview where he said John Cena looked at him and was like, yeah, but like, who are you? And he said, I was so embarrassed that I didn't have an answer. And he worked really, really hard on finding, like, who are you? Because you can't just be, like, flashy in the ring and have a cool entrance. Like, who are you as a performer? And I just always really appreciated that, A, about John Cena, and B, that he took that very seriously. Um, And it's nice to see he's, he's, like, very naturally charismatic. I felt like everything in this promo felt kind of real. Like, he seemed like he just wanted to be back in a wrestling ring and was excited about the energy that was there. And um, I'm, I'm very excited. And I think he could do a lot of really great things with the talent that they have developing there. Like he's a a perfect person to match up with, with people of all different ring styles, because he's just, he's just a a menace in the ring in a really good way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very versatile. Like, I think he can do a lot with a lot of different ring styles. So I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever we get to see from him. And I Mm -hmm. also, Oh, Sorry. I was just gonna say he also this also left on kind of a vague note and we found out why later. But it was like my I was sitting next to my dad and he was like, Is that was that a promo? Because it wasn't promoting a match that got set really. And I said, No, like I'm a little bit confused too. We understood why a little bit later from now, but um I was kind of like I right is at the it end of the It was like
0: eventually, maybe at some point, when Mr. Regal um Sets up the match because I'm assuming he's still here, right? Uh, they don't tell us anything on the main roster about NXT, um, but maybe eventually we'll have a match you and me, Braun Breaker, for this for this title that you're holding on your on your. Uh, I mean, it was it was a very, um, hey, I'm here, just so you know.
1: See you around. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of odd because it felt almost yeah. open challenging, and then he yeah. came out and then was like, "But not yet." Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Jedidah uh, Pringle says the Zigmeister sounds a lot like Poochie. You don't get that because you're not a Simpsons person.
1: I no, I'm not
0: everybody. Everybody make fun of Kate in the chat for not understanding what that is. Sorry. Um, Jake Salazar says, "Is Zigmeister the Stokemeister's cousin?" Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Nerd Guru <laughs> says Apollo Cruz, also known as the last guy to compete in an intercontinental title match on a pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know what it was? I'll give you bonus points. Uh, it was uh, it was WrestleMania,
1: the Nigerian drum match two WrestleManias ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Mark Losper says, and that's why Braun, it's going to be you and me at in your takeover in an American drum match. An American drum match. Because he's not an, he's not Nigerian right now. So that's no, 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 no. But but, he, but his his specialty is different kinds of drum matches.
1: Oh, my gosh. His yeah. finisher is called, like, the Hi-Hat.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. The NCB says, I guess they're going to cycle in unused main roster talent to work with the youngsters. I'll let it play out for now. Hashtag SGS for life. Um, Please, for the love of God, um, Mustafa Ali uh, to feud with Carmelo Hayes for a three-match pay-per-view cycle. Thank you very much. He doesn't even have to win. I just want to see those matches. Um. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then um uh Mark Losper says, um, if Apollo Cruz was the best Vince could come up with to revitalize Braun after this Joel Pearl feud, what in the world did they turn <laughs> down? A feud with a literal shark burying the title in the car park and holding a treasure hunt? I have to know. I love I news. have a
1: really important question. Yeah, would you have rather watched the Gacy feud or Bronze Breaker versus a shark. A shark. Okay, like a shoot shark.
0: Like a shoot shark. Okay. But, but it's got to be in two feet of water, <laughs> because then at least Bronze got a chance. Maybe at three three feet of water, like like the shallow end of a pool, because okay. then Bronze got a chance, because at least he can he can set his feet, you know. Um, otherwise, if it's in the deep end, there's, there's no shot.
1: Story tracks so that makes sense.
0: Jada Prinkle says Kate Pucci is half Joe Camel, half Fonzerelli.
1: For real? I mean, as real as a cartoon gets. <laughs> no, not for real. <laughs> I'm, looking <that> up.
0: <laughs> I'm looking this up. I don't know. I didn't watch
1: The Simpsons.
0: Sarah um, says, "All we need now is for Apollo." to have the accent again the next time he's on Raw to bring the stupidity full circle.
1: But Um, this I don't feel like is a stupid
0: move. I wouldn't put it past him. No, it's not a stupid move. He should be here. But the fact that they think they can just go, oopsie-daisy, this never happened, like that shows a complete lack of respect for anybody watching their program.
1: Yeah, Alex, and if you've been
0: watching I, WWE for the past, I know, tours. but they—they sh- they, what I'm saying is, it's—I I expect them to have no respect for me. I understand that, but every time they show such a blatant lack of respect, it doesn't mean I can just shrug it off.
1: Yes, that's everything true.
0: they do, it—I have to call attention to it because it's—it's bad that they're doing it. Stop doing it. That is true. Um,
1: but I am glad that this is what we arrived at. I do wish there was an explanation for how we arrived yes. here.
0: Um, Apollo's uh, uh finisher in the Indies was called All Out Assault uh which is, I understand which
1: why they changed it but yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's from Luis um, so we we we, we already mentioned Giovanni Vinci is here he's Fabian Echter he's got a sexy beard he's going to debut next week they sexy told us sexy they... beard <laughs> but he's Italian so he's got to sing it like this I got the sexy beard sexy i beard. think i'm a cute <laughs> and nxt is weird
1: nxt is weird
0: um i know
1: i'm sexy I,
0: i'm a sexier boy yeah
1: i got the looks um, the
0: i got the moves get really move them
1: that really move them i am a sexy and crazy guy
0: <laughs> so bad all of it's so bad um so oh, uh, yeah, they're taping two weeks tomorrow for NXT. They're taping a bunch of stuff. So they can go on the road, Kate.
1: Kind of. Go on the road still in Orlando.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, I love that one of their house shows is in Orlando. Like, I'm sorry, that can't that's not on you on the road. That's that you if you sleep in your own bed, you're not on the
1: road. Um in your house yes. was a pay-per-view and also how they run house shows. There you go. Oh, love Tony D saying in your house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's very good
1: pop tremendously for
0: that um so uh so gacy talks to the druids, definitely not and crystal the druids. <laughs> um and yeah definitely
1: and, not GYP.
0: no and he says uh he says um it's okay that we lost uh because um some things are more important than uh than trinkets and possessions but I thought that you needed to win the title to so you that could take over the world, brain. Like, come on, Narf, let's go, people. <laughs> um, but he, but he said he says uh, you are the dyad, which of course means two. You are the two. Um, I wish, like, if you're gonna like start like, oh, look, like, with the dyad. Um, anyway, so. They're gonna have their first match next week. I'm assuming they're gonna take off the masks. Otherwise, what the hell?
1: Why didn't they how, do that at the pay per view? Just
0: do it. Do it whenever. Do it now. Do I don't know. Like whatever. It's
1: grizzled young vets. Look at them. Um, I know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nerd Guru says Tony D versus Giovanni Vinci over who's really Italian. Over the Italian American Championship is gonna be awesome. I need to sit down over two plates of spaghetti and meatballs. Um. But here's what I need. I need americanized italian food that is what is what tony eats and like it's just like a, like a bread and like some olive oil and that's I was gonna the say, only thing. It's at the, it's at the, the, the
1: olive garden <laughs> and then they bring out the breadsticks. <laughs>
0: hey, I know you're italian so what you like when you're here your family. So I thought we would come to a place <laughs> you could really appreciate. Giovanni, this is my place and it's the olive <laughs> garden. I think that would be great. Honestly. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, there's that. Um, they're going to debate debut next week. Let's hope that they show us who they are. Giovanni Vinci is going to debut next week and have a match next week. A lot of debuts next week. Great. Um, we got, uh, Roxy versus Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of positives in this. Yes. Um, Tiffany Stratton continues to improve. Um, there are, there are. Let's be honest. Some people in NXT who have not been wrestling for a long time. And there are some who look like they haven't been wrestling for a long time. And there are those who look less like they haven't been wrestling like for a long time every time we there they have a match and one of those people is Tiffany Stratton. So good for her to show improvement because yes. a lot of a lot of women uh in NXT um I feel like they, all right, well, I can do a flat back bump 80% of the time. I feel like that's good. I feel like I'm good now. And, like, no, she's, like, f- trying, finding out new things. She's getting smoother with the transitions.
1: Good and for her, her. The thing that I was really impressed with in this match was I feel like her ring IQ is going up, too. She's working smarter, which is, I think, a very good sign for someone who's this early. Um there was a lot of stuff she did that just made more sense this match, despite the, like, double back handspring thing, which is stupid. But a lot of people do that. Um, and Roxy, I think, also is, despite being young, <laughs> and uh, she can't not be new at this just based on the fact that she's 19. So right. um, I think she is good at making other people look really good, which we can we can continue to get into with this match.
0: Yeah, uh Roxy um, wins um, that's the right call um uh, I uh, there was a um I mean Tiffany Stratton's really uh she's playing the character really really well like I don't love the character sure I really don't love the character but she's she's committing to it and she's playing it really well um uh, we got um anyway well I'll I'll talk more about this after, after that there's um, after the match, which Roxy wins with the, with the pop rocks. um,
1: Cool finisher. I love that.
0: Which is, which is a code red. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those things, the code red, if it's done in a certain way, will always pop me. And that's, that way is all hit. Like, 20% of the time by anybody. There's a bunch of times I'm like, okay, well, I can see that code red coming a mile away. And those ones I don't love. If it's, if it feels like it's, it's somehow natural to like the maneuver that you're, that you're countering is a really great way of getting into it. Great. But sometimes it feels like I have to set up my code red now. Yeah. And, and that sometimes it just, it requires too much setup to actually be an effective finisher to me. Um, I think Roxy hits it pretty well most of the time. Pretty good tonight. Um, anyway, afterwards, Cora Jade comes out to give her a big old hug, because I don't know if you know this, but they're friends. What? Very important. Very important to Since when?
1: Know
0: I know. It's, it's it's shocking. And then Toxic Attraction comes out to talk shit. Um, kind uh, of? I mean, like, you're never... Gonna beat me, so don't think you can cash in your your little contract on me, sister, because you're gonna fail. Um,
1: what the hell uh, else is she gonna do with the con? Like that's my thing. That would be no, like. But they did say
0: Michael Dammit has said, said in something to me. He says uh, during the women's breakout tournament um, final, the line uttered on commentary: "The winner earns a championship opportunity of their choosing." Odd choice of wording. And the way that she was... That, that Mad... That Mad... That Mandy was saying to Roxy... Mad Cap Rose. Yeah, Mad Cap Rose. Uh, was saying to Roxy... You better not ch- cash that in on me. As Cora was standing right next to her. Made me think for a hot second. Holy crap, they're going to do the reverse of the other thing.
1: They they're going to say
0: have Roxy say to Mandy... Like, I don't even want your title. Not now. I'll come for that later. Me and my girl Cora are coming for your titles because they've, like, we've always wanted to be tag team champs, they would say in some stupid interview. Like, always wanted to be? Those things were introduced like a year and a half ago. Um, Less than that in NXT. Um, So, uh, but I honestly thought they were going to do that with the way that Mandy was talking. And the way that Cora was right there, I thought they were going to go, oh, no, we're going to be tag champs first. I'm glad they didn't do that yet. They still might. You never know. Uh, but there's a brawl. And wouldn't you know it, that, that dang old numbers game until Indy Hartwell ran out and just clocked somebody from behind when she got there. I didn't know it was Indy for a second. I was like, is that Sonia Deville? Because I, I forgot Indy existed. I'm sorry, guys. Like, it's just every week it's really hard to keep track of these people if they're not always on TV. So I saw long black hair and I was like, was that Sonya? No, it's Indy. Okay, better. That would have made even less sense. So I'm glad that it's Indy. And so we're going to get probably a six-woman tag next week because why not?
1: Yeah, and they did set that up officially later in the show, I think. Um, so a lot to like about the match itself. I thought it was funny that Roxy was in pink and black gear. Cause I was like, this isn't the Owen. This is the breakout tournament. Uh, there was a counter of a wrist lock with a wrist lock, which I just thought was kind of funny. I really like Roxy selling overall. I think she does a great, more proportionate sell. Just some good stuff here. A really great leg sweep from Roxy that we saw. Um, it's just nice to see like clean women's wrestling because I feel like we don't get that a ton in the championship pictures. Yeah. So it was nice to see like a a really solid match. I think one of Tiffany Stratton's better matches. And overall like you alluded to like it's it's nice to see somebody developing. Like yeah. she did a lot of smarter stuff her Moveset, like you said, is becoming smoother, and mm-hmm. she's starting to piece things together more, and that's really refreshing. I just wish she was getting like more of a. I wrote down in my notes that like I, I think a, like a Beth Phoenix kind of feel would have been more appropriate. Because I look at her and I don't think Daddy's girl. I look at her and I think, wow, like look how jacked she is and muscular uh-huh. she is. She looks like she walked out of American Gladiators, which is really really cool. Like why can't we speak to that part of her? Yeah. Um, But I, it's nice to see somebody coming along. And as I said, you know, on the last co show that we did like that, there's only way one way that happens that it's hard work. So good for her for putting the work in it's showing up week after week. And it is nice to see the needle moving forward. I was kind of surprised. We didn't get any, I don't think we saw anything with Grayson Waller tonight and her, since they were like doing this, we're dating, we're not dating thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless I'm missing something, but I, I don't think we saw them together on screen tonight. Mm. Suspicious. No, but it was it was it was really nice to like this women's match. It was it was nice that the finals of a tournament felt like the finals of a tournament. Like it felt like a, a big event. Yeah. Probably should have main evented.
0: Yes. Um, well, Mandy's w-
1: promo was the most generic thing I've ever heard in my life. After.
0: Um. Wendy, Wendy Chu was being interviewed very quickly, and then it was immediately interrupted by Tiffany Stratton. Oh, no, she cheated. And then Wendy Chu keeps like, um, excuse me, how dare you? This is obviously my time to talk. And then Wendy uh, threw orange soda in her face like she, like you could tell that was not water. Um, and uh, and at that point, then Tiffany was like, Grayson, help me. That's right. So, so okay. there's that. Um,
1: Wendy has great timing. Her comedic yes. timing is dead on. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Uh,
0: Joseph Kirai says, two great things happened tonight. Roxanne won the women's breakout tourney, and Apollo is back to his old self on NXT. Mark Losper says, here's a game for the stream. Because friend of the show, Doc Muller. It's like, man, Roxy's got everything you need. What a great baby face she's going to be. Everyone's going to love her on the, on the on the main roster. And I was like, asterisk, if they don't screw that up. Right. And he was like, just let me have this. And I was like, I remember <laughs> saying the exact same thing about Tony Storm and Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, who never even made it to the main roster. So I'm just saying, like, I think Rick Roxy's can't miss. There's a bunch of people I thought were can't miss who got called up to the main roster and then forgotten about. So, well, we'll they can all
1: be mellow, you know, some no. of them miss. Right. There you go. But I said that. About I was less sure about Bianca, and Bianca is an absolute star. So, um, yeah. you know, you they clearly see something in her because she's gotten a huge push since the second she walked in the door, right? As, as she should. She's great. Um, she was doing wonderful work in ROH and on the Indies. They could very well screw it up. Yeah. So far, they haven't. Right. Um, so let's just enjoy that moment while it
0: right. Lasts. Mark Losper says, "Here's a game for the stream." because he is as cynical about this as I am. He says, what bakery item do you think Charlotte is going to hit Roxanne in the face with when she gets to the main roster, given that pies have already been done? Chocolate mud cake, cinnamon babka, a plate of black and white cookies?
1: I think because they've already screwed so many things up, they have to actually screw up what the dessert is going to be too, and it's going to be like chocolate-covered strawberries, and that's not going to... You know what I mean? Like they have to screw up the dessert part of it as well. Like, go shove it in her face, and it's just yep. like six strawberries fall down.
0: Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Strawberries. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> Roxy says next week. Mark Losper says Roxy's going to say next week. uh, I don't want your damn title, Mandy, because it spent too much time in the pool. I'm cashing in my opportunity for an opportunity to win money in the bank for an opportunity to take both titles off of Roman Reigns. Wouldn't that be nice?
1: For the 24-7 championship.
0: Yep. Um, uh, yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I, I do uh, love uh, their inconsistent messaging about what the money in the bank is. Um, like it's for, a for a shot at the main main eventing WrestleMania. And I think I've, I think I figured it out. If you win the money in the bank briefcase, you have a very good chance of cashing that in to become the top champ. And if you can stay top champ until WrestleMania, then you will main event WrestleMania so therefore, what they're saying is true. It's just the most roundabout possible way of getting there. And basically, what should happen, if you honestly think about how they're actually booking things, it should end up being the winner of the Money in the Bank briefcase versus the winner of the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania every year. Because they, when you have those guarantees, basically, that's the way it should work. But they never actually book it that way. No. You know what, Alex? Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes you need a little help cashing it in. You oh know what my I mean?
0: gosh, you know what? I needed some help cashing it in the other day.
1: I think I think we all do from time to time. Mm-hmm. You don't know, always minute. have
0: wait a minute, what are you talking about? Because I don't mean that at all. Oh, well, I Because I, I
1: never need help in that area. Okay. Well, I, you know, sometimes I'm not talking about a briefcase. Sometimes I'm not talking about a Royal Rumble when. And I know Sean Ross isn't when he's here to tell you all about Bluetooth.
3: Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? Bluetooth.com, code Fightful. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do?
0: every time
2: and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba ba
3: gives you your first shipment of blue chew for free it will help you get a harder stronger erection it will make you more confident in your sexual performance you take an online questionnaire, you work with an online physician, you don't wait in line at the pharmacy, you don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting Blue Chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue Chew and the code FIGHTFUL gets you your first shipment free if you want. An erect penis. I'm gonna end the ad now.
1: Like I know Sean does that to make us feel uncomfortable, but it Mm -hmm. kind of looks like he just needs help. You know what I mean? But anyway. Bluechew.com, use the code Fightful. And with the money you save on that, you know what you can do? You can go to Fightful Select, you can subscribe. For just $5 a month to learn all about the most breaking news in wrestling. We've got updates on the Stephanie McMahon exiting WWE situation or being on hiatus. We got updates on the Edge and Finn Balor situation coming to this. Fight Plus
0: Select. I will just say this. I called all of Judgment Day. Whoever is in charge of it, I referred to them as the Spooky Dude DuJour last night and i was not far off for what they want to do with that thing
1: that's all i'll say it is true you can catch in addition to all of that breaking news there's podcasts coming every day to you at fightful select including the lovely man to my left every monday and friday bringing you the most sour in reviews of Raw and SmackDown, I usually join when I have a voice or there's just something I want to rant about or there's a wrestling wedding because I love wrestling weddings. So yep. So subscribe to Fightful Select.
0: Um, Luis wants Roxy versus Roman now, please.
1: Well, right now? Know.
0: No, right now. It's for a second. The Ch- Chase U presents Thea Hale with a scholarship to... Chase you, and I'm sorry, sweetheart. That's not how getting into college works. You don't pick the university, and then they give you the scholarship. Like, like, don't don't do that. If they, you should probably use that as, as a criteria for whether or not you're going to go to the university. If one university is going to offer you financial aid, go there. For the love of God, I'm still paying off my student loans. I'm in my mid forties. Please, please, don't Fun do facts. that, kids.
1: I got my scholarship letter before I got my acceptance letter. And I was like, oh, I guess I got in. If they're going to pay me money to go here, it would be real yeah. weird if they were like, here's a bunch of money, but we don't want you at our university.
0: Yeah. Thanks, um,
1: Hall.
0: And then uh, Yes Boys, the Yes Boys. Yes Boy yes 1 boys. and Yes
1: Boy 2. I um, will say, good for Thea Hale, that she's not getting swindled going to a fake university. At yes. least she's oh, going, you know, yeah. with some financial assistance, if not a free ride.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the yes boys are, <laughs> I love that they lost and are immediately dropped down into feuding with <laughs> chase you. Like who did they piss off? Like, I, I mean, I think the Creed should have been the champions, um, a long time ago, but it doesn't mean like the yes boys who came in and were given the belts and now are like, okay, you've dropped as far down the card as we can send you. My goodness.
1: And it was like a two-on-one handicap match. So we saw them attack Bodie backstage, right. and immediately I was like, "Good for him for looking out backstage." Every time someone gets attacked backstage, they don't know who it is. Bodie was like, "I got eyes out. Okay, yeah. I'm Chase. You educated. I can see who attacked me." Yeah. Um. So Andre Chase was. Fu- I thought it was just a one-on-one, but no, it was a a 2 on 1 handicap match with Andre Chase. It was supposed Chase.
0: to be a tag team match, but Bodhi got hurt and um uh I I don't remember was was his shirt ripped when they found him on the floor backstage cuz I don't remember it being but then when he came out during the match to try and help Professor uh, Professor Chase um his shirt was like completely ripped and hanging open. And I was like, was that a thing that they did between then and now? Whatever. Thea Hale comes out. She's like, Yo, what are you doing? Bodie? You gotta, you gotta go back. It's like, no, we need to help Mr. Chase. And Thea Hale, it's like she had never considered that was a possibility because her eyes light up and she leaps up onto the apron and she's looking for a tag. And I was like, if, if you let Thea Hale, 18-year-old Thea Hale, get the first ever intergender action in the WWE history. I feel like you've made wrong choices. But all she does was slap uh blo- yes boy blonde, yes blonde. Um uh, and then um the uh that's not it that wasn't really count. Um and then Andre Chase gets gets pinned uh by Spilt Milk. And so at least the Yes Boys won the match that they had in a two-on-one handicap against a guy, and then perhaps his female student. Not really sure. Uh,
1: I'll just say, Bodie coming out. I was like, immediately the Cody fighting injured trickle-down effect yeah. has begun. Yes, Bodie gets happened. attached backstage and feels the need to crawl to the ring. See, this is why it's dangerous that you went want- out there. Spot, Kate.
0: Okay, so See, yeah. the spot. Like you, like oh, like. Well, listen. I'm obviously you've got you got 17 broken ribs and you're bleeding internally. But I mean, get out there. Cody wrestled with a torn,
1: torn pec, so um, I'm just saying. Head to the ring. Yep. I also I don't know why, but it just really popped me that on commentary, Wade Barrett was like, "No, boy." <laughs> that just cracked me up, and I really liked it. Other yeah. than that, there wasn't a lot to write home about this match. Obviously uh i think you know this match happened so that uh the yes boys pretty deadly would just be on our our television so i think that like i we've said it before like i think screen time is how they are trying to measure who's over not wins or losses or what the actual feud looks like so i think it was just a matter of keeping them on tv and it was in something pointless so um that's really all i have to say about that
0: there you go um Oh, just, yes, I forgot about this. Um, Vic Joseph uh, says that his favorite Cena moment was where he pulled on all the chairs and they landed on Wade Barrett. That's what Vic Joseph decided <laughs> to say. Because John Cena, I don't know if you know this, uh, but it's it's Cena Pride Month. We, we must show our pride in John Cena. And that's what Pride Month means to WWE.
1: I mean, like LGBTQIA and John Cena have the same palette
0: of colors. I'm, so, I'm just saying, sort of they, they, they they were like, ah, it's June. It's, it's Cena month. There's nothing else happening in June, is there, everybody? Nope,
1: just Cena month. Well, last time they were celebrating the anniversary of something, they ended up giving us an egg instead. That's so. true.
0: That's true. That's true. Um. So, uh, we got uh, Kayleigh Ray. Versus Tatum Paxley. Um,
1: I would like to motion to start calling her Potato Paxley. Every time they say Tatum, I just keep thinking of taters.
0: Tate Tater Tater Paxley. Um, yes, Alba Alba Fire uh, likes to walk down to the ring act actually with a bat on fire. Um, they should teach her how to do uh, the fire spitting thing, just to make it really cool oh. for like a pay per view.
1: I was going like to say the batons.
0: Like she's got the fire right there, right? She should come out and she should like have the, what is it, mouthful of alcohol or whatever and go like this. And we go. That'd be really great. Of course, they'd probably like to on fire. She's just a girl
1: and she's on fire.
0: <clears throat> Indeed. Um, <laughs> uh, I, will, I, will, I mean, Tatum Paxley uh, is one of those who also continues to improve. Uh, she will get better and better if, if they let her. Uh, Tatum Paxley. Paxley and um alba I like I like the, the the finish of the match me too where where Pax is like if I roll slightly further away from you you won't be able to hit your swan on me swan on on me and Alba fire was like bet and then she just flew all the way across the ring uh which was very uh very impressive so
1: I loved um, the smirk she gave at the top like you're gonna have to roll further than that sweetheart <laughs>
0: Um, uh, Tom LaValle, uh, helpfully, uh, is saying that, um, that if Roxy's going to get hit in the face with a dessert, that it should be the cinnamon babka. Uh, they wanted the chocolate babka, uh, but it was sold out because that happens all the time and it's really too bad. Um, but, uh, but I, I know instead, maybe it should be a magic spoon match.
3: Use the code fight Good news, Magic Spoon fans. You know one of those flavors you loved growing up? Honey Nut. It's there. MagicSpoon.com. They have it. It's delicious. I ate it this morning. It's wonderful. If you're trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast is kind of boring to you, Magic Spoon has you covered. It's got those amazing flavors like Honey Nut, but without all the bad stuff. It's great as a snack throughout the day as well. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and you can build your own box. Available flavors include cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, and honey nut. It's going to be added permanently? Honey nut is added permanently? What are you waiting on? Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle. Use our promo code Fightful to save $5 on your order. And how about this? They're so confident that you're going to like it. They've got a money-back guarantee. So if you hit them up and say, I don't like delicious cereal, they'll say, all right, here's your money back. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful.
1: Permanently? permanently, Apollo Cruz is Apollo back in NXT permanently. Permanently, as long as he chooses to be there. Hey, you know what you could do with that five dollars that you're saving on Magic Spoon? Mm-hmm. You could go to Fightful Select and subscribe. It's Before difficult. I told you all the exciting news that was coming. Now I'm just telling you that if you want to be cool, yes. you should subscribe to Fightful Select because you're not cool unless you're. Subscribed Everyone to should do Select. it if they're cool yeah or you can use that money to send in a super chat or a humper chat because we are coming down the home stretch uncharacteristically early for us. Yes it really is. Um,
0: <laughs> so uh, Jake uh, Jake Salazar uh, says to Eugene Solis, who told that he is uh, a new member of the family. welcome Eugene um, from our he's on behalf of us I guess he's saying our wonderful hosts, Alan Katie. Jake Salazar has turned full Matthew plus. this is not you never go full matthew plus
1: no you really don't
0: no because the Uh, next thing
1: we have to do is put you in a feud with Tony d'angelo and you'll inevitably lose and you'll be a part of that family instead of the sauerkraut society and nobody wants that
0: no Jada pringle says how much for papa paul elizabeth to make a run in
1: uh i think papa paul elizabeth might be in bed or getting ready for bed uh one of these times one of these times One, one
0: of one of these days 50 um, bucks, and I'll wake him up. <laughs> uh, uh, um, no, but 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 make sure you just Venmo that to Kate. Don't don't give it to Sean. We'll never see a dime of it. Give it. Yeah, yeah Venmo. no. Venmo me. Venmo it to Venmo it to Kate. Because then she'll <laughs> she'll cut me in on that. And then uh, I'm kidding. Um, so we got um, <laughs> I, 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 I full, I full on mea culpa. Uh, it was it was always a mistake to call them giant walking loaves of white bread. <laughs> it's my fault. I prejudged them far too early. Um but but uh Luis Polito has now called is just taken to calling them Dem Loafs instead of Dem Boys. Um <laughs> Dem Loafs are celebrating their title <laughs> win with Roddy and, and Big Ive.
2: Because
1: um, in my head, what happened was the Briscoe brothers were calling <laughs> themselves Tablo, <Dem Lopes. laughs> and that is hysterical in my brain.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Uh, they're they're not doing what I wanted them to do, which was to hold an in ring celebration. Everybody in the Diamond Mine uh, to celebrate the Creeds winning the championship, and have Roddy come out, and them say, "Not so fast, young man." We are kicking you out because I, I want, maybe that's the, 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 the final step, but, um, and they're slow playing it, but, um, but, but then Malik Blade and, uh, Anderson Ofei come in and they're like, they're doing Malik Blade and Ederson Ofei stuff. And I'm sorry. I just don't, it's not for me. It's just not, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not, it's not, it's not for me. It's not for me. Like it literally isn't being produced so that I will like it. And guess what? I don't. And that's fine, whatever. But I, I don't have time for them. Uh I think I think they're a couple of goofballs. I think Anderson O'Fay has a lot of potential, but pairing him with Malik Blade is death to me. Um, so uh, but, but the, the Creeds, because they're honorable champs, are like, of course you can have a title match next week. Um and Roddy's like, what are you doing? No, you gotta make these guys earn it. You don't just hand out. Title matches like they're candy. I should know. I was a title. I was a champion a bunch of times. I gave you guys. I was given to give you guys one mistake. One one. I was going to allow you guys one mistake before I started getting on your asses. And guess what? You just made it. So now Roddy's. I I don't know. Was he going to like force them to free bird the titles? And like Roddy and and Damon Kemp will defend it one time, and then they'll lose. Is that is that how they're going to do this? It it, it feels like. Anything is on the table to make terrible decisions surrounding this particular tag team because they've made all of them so far, except for this one making
1: them champs. It is very weird that someone without a title is like, I was going to give you one mistake with the title. Mm -hmm. That made absolutely no sense to me. I do like that we're going to have fighting tag team champions. Uh-huh. I feel safe that they won't drop it to Idris and Malik. That's probably a good sign. But this was just a weird this was a weird segment. Like, it was just very, it felt very lost to be like, you because he also had said, like, you made mistakes during that match that almost cost you uh-huh. and then was like, I was going to give you a mistake as champion or what? Kick him out of Diamond Mind. They already have the tag titles.
0: Yeah. I don't it know. Was, this was
1: nice. This was bizarre.
0: Yeah. Uh, bonus, baby. Dem loaves, reach for the yeast, boy! It's <laughs> good. Um, well Aaron H. says, I love the creeds, but today I realize that Brutus looks exactly like my high school football coach. He acts like him, too. He just needs a mustache and a grill apron, and he's there. <laughs> I just love the idea that your football coach was coaching in a grill apron, because, of course, why not? Um uh, so the op- one of the opening segments was Carmelo Hayes coming to the ring with Trick Williams gloating um, about having beaten Cameron Grimes, who was not on the show tonight at all. And then uh, Blonde Uso, um, uh, Solo Sokoa comes out and uh, and he he's great. He's super over. He cuts a nice promo. like, I got next. like, no, no, you made that arrangement with the former champion. You backed the wrong horse. So you, you thinking that he was going to give you a match after he defended the title means you thought we weren't going to win the title. And guess what we did? So now you go to the back of the line. Uh, and so uh, uh, Grayson Waller also thinks that. Um, and he comes out and everybody, everybody hates Grayson Waller. Even Wade Barrett, which is saying something. Um, so, uh, he says, you don't, you shouldn't, why do you, why do you think you get even a title match? Cause you asked for one. Yes. That's literally how it works here. Um, and, uh, so they solo decides to, to fight all of them at once, which is not a good, not a good choice for him. That's um, right. and then he demands that they, that he have a handicap match against them. If he says, then he says, um, if somebody wants to come down to the ring, they can be my guest. Um, and I was like, oh, so he's going to get a tag partner. And I wonder who going to be. Uh, and I did not have in my bingo card, Apollo Cruz. Um, because as far as I know, they've never interacted together. It's just like, Hey, I've missed this place and actually wrestling good matches. How about I get in on this too? Um, and it, it yeah, it was, that's fine. I, I don't know. Kate. I'm an old school guy who kind of wants them to save big time stuff for, for big time matches. The first time that Apollo Cruz and Carmelo Hayes touch shouldn't be in just this meaningless tag match. Like I wanted them to have like an actual feud where they feuded over something because I want them to actually do it, but that's just me. Um, I, uh, I thought the match was excellent. I thought Apollo Cruz looked, um, looked fantastic um as much as i hate grayson waller he's a fine worker i'm not yeah. gonna, i'm not going to go further than that but there's not i don't i don't see like a hitch in his giddy up he's he knows what he's doing that's fine um and the rest of the guys are great um solo is just uh, he's just not he's he's better than this place so, so yes. solo is better than this place, and should immediately be on the. He's he he melds literally. This is the thing I was watching him because he also starts to wrestle like this too. He's certainly doing moves of both versions. What he is is he's he's his father, young. He's Rikishi before he was Rikishi when he was just Fatu, but way more athletic and stronger. But he's got that build and he's got like that explosiveness or whatever but he melds perfectly his brothers and his father like he's the perfect Uso. It's like they created him in a lab and he's just better than this person. I
1: love that description. Uh, for some reason watching tonight I was like I needed to see him versus Takeshita. <laughs> That'd be fun Wouldn't that be fun like two Mack trucks but that can really move somehow colliding. Um, yeah, Solo is really special and it kind of snuck up on me a little bit, but the, the past few months have really, really shown me how great he is at this. And, uh, it's, this is the only fun part of NXT is that it sometimes feels like kids are getting ready to graduate. It was so prime. I love it. Um, it feels like kids are getting ready to graduate and like he's ready to graduate Uh, I don't think he should have a title run before he goes up. I think he should just go up. What I'm intrigued by is, is the Cody injury going to mean that Braun gets called up earlier? And does that affect things in, in NXT, right? Does... Is mellow gonna drop and take the NXT title? Is no. Braun gonna stay NXT champion? Like, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if that gets shaken up. But like,
0: no, they have no reason to call up Braun Breaker, Kate, because they just made Edge a babyface. All it took was all of his, all of his, all equally evil buddies beating him up. Now he's a babyface, Kate. Don't you know? You, the prew Insider had the report. He's a babyface now. He's going to take all of that great Cody babyface spot and he's going to win the money in the bank and going to cash in. Everyone's going to cheer because Edge has not been insulting everybody for the past two months straight.
1: I think it's a huge mistake if you don't have Seth Win Money in the Bank and Cody take the suitcase I from Seth. Agree. I
0: especially agree. Especially
1: because Seth and Damian Sandow were the first ones, I think, to switch the Money in the Bank briefcase in, like, from winner to somebody yeah. else, if I mm. remember correctly. Mm. God, that was like a decade ago. Excuse my rec- wrestling knowledge if that was wrong. Um, but bronze ready to go. Solo is ready to go in a different way. Like, I don't need to see him with a title. There's a storyline that is ripe for him to enter into. Um, and it's just, it's it's fun. It's fun to see something really great, like, come out of what has been mostly <laughs> programming, <laughs> by opinion. Like, he's really, really good. And your description of him was perfect, that he's, like, the in a lab Uso, because he is. He is, like, a... a rock solid presence but has a lot of agility for someone his size and stature um i just he i don't believe in x factors or like having a a gift i don't think that's a thing that you have outside of hard work um but he has found whatever it is that helps you put everything together in the way that somebody who knows themselves extremely well goes about things Hmm. there was a really important discussion on Grapsody that I've heard before, but they had a really good one a couple of weeks ago about character versus gimmick and how people can confuse the two of like, oh, Brian Danielson doesn't have a, a character. He has a character. He just doesn't have like a gimmick uh-huh. character. Uh-huh. So Lysoko has a character and not a gimmick. Santos Esc- Escobar is almost somewhere in between, but probably more of a character. Um, and I, I just think the thing that I've seen with him grow the most is that character become a part of every single step he takes in the ring. And that's been really, really fun to see. I thought this was a really fun main event. I completely understand your criticism about not wanting Cruz and Carmelo to touch. Um, I think it's a little bit trickier of a thing to predict in, yeah, in NXT, but I understand it, but I I don't know. I thought this was a really fun main event and I was like, well thank god for for Briggs and Von Wagner because otherwise I would have been like very happy about basically this entire episode and that's just not what we do with how grabs Alex.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> so we got uh <laughs> we got Mark Losper saying the edge needs to wake up needs to be a video package where he wakes up in bed randomly and says, I don't remember the last 6 months. Why do I live on a mountain
3: now? <laughs>
1: You know what the screwed up part about this is, is we've been calling this House of Blech or saying it's an imitation of House of Black, and Malachi Black's whole character is he described it as the devil with amnesia, which is the most badass thing I've ever heard, where he's like, I've definitely done something evil, I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Um, that would have been a way cooler exit for for Edge. Yes. Or just planning something other than some dudes uh, beat me. Well, up. how
0: about planning anything? <laughs>
1: Just planning.
0: Um, Josh Weaver says Edge had to defend his briefcase against Matt Hardy in two thousand five.
1: But it didn't um, switch, right?
0: No, it didn't switch, and there was the yeah. I'm not really sure exactly how they how they did that, but yeah, that was yeah. Um, so, uh, uh Guru says Perpetual lo- Loser Apollo Cruz is here. Yay! I guess. Well, I mean, like that's just bad booking. Like he was. I I, I still think if they hadn't called him up when they did, he was next in line he was going to be champ of NXT like that like Samoa Joe had just gotten the belt back from Shinsuke like Apollo Crews was a like rocketing to the top and they hadn't given him a title match yet and like this was this is the guy you feud with Samoa Joe Samoa Joe's the guy like, they're going to put it take it off him and put it on somebody else the guy was Apollo Crews and they took they called him up and that was that was bad. This has been bad booking on the, on the main roster. Uh, but he says, uh, how in God's name has this dumb show not had the Usos help their brother? Like, come on. It's so obvious. If Roxy doesn't win the title, I quit. Um, I hope you don't have to quit.
1: Me too. Mm-hmm. I'll also say about the main event. It's weird that Carmelo Hayes chose someone that wasn't Trick Williams to be his tag team partner for this. <laughs> like, that's just odd. Because we know Trick Williams has wrestled. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. Yes.
0: Um, uh, the finish of the match I really enjoyed because it, it actually is uh, um, a smart counter, an actual counter because because Waller has to do his stupid run out of the run into the ring dive thing to do his stunner. But that puts him in the air with his back turned to Apollo Cruz, whose finisher, you may not know this because he doesn't win a lot of matches, is this awesome toss power bomb thing. Uh, from a backdrop position it tossed into a power bomb and that's a perfect counter to whatever the hell Grayson Waller calls his stupid thing that he does. So Apollo Crew is picking up a victory um to me that's 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 a good sign. I love that he's showing up here at least uh at least showing up here. Uh we'll see what happens in the future as a baby face. Because that's a different he thing than to. like than yeah. like Dolph Ziggler coming down and being like the Zigmeister's here to take all your titles. Um, I, I like that people are like, welcome back. We missed you to Apollo Cruz." That feels good. That feels good.
1: It does. I'll also say that the stalling zuplex in this match where that he sat had him great. upside down for 25 minutes was fantastic and that the crowd is dumb because he was upside down for 30 seconds and they started counting. And I was like, come on, you can't do the 10 count 20 seconds into this thing. No. But uh, in, in a dream world, we get Apollo Cruz versus Alex mm-hmm. Hammerstone somewhere.
0: Yeah. Um. So we just, all we got now are are some super and upper chats, and then we got we got a, we got several jukebox requests. So that should be good.
1: Thank goodness, because this is weird. We're early. It was like there was some positive stuff to talk about today. This doesn't feel like sour Grabs. I feel like I'm in a bizarre world. It's gross. Yeah,
0: it's very odd. I feel
1: itchy.
0: Um, uh, Jake Salazar says WWE messed up with Daddy Magic. Dude is amazing uh daddy magic is uh amazing um and uh, i
1: appreciate him
0: yeah he's very See very what good. i did there yeah it's good no i, I... see what you, you did there. you picked up what i was putting down yeah <laughs> um, clever
1: as it was yeah. did you? <laughs> uh
0: uh Aaron h says thank you team Kalex for all you do and for building a loving community it means a lot to have a gaggle of weirdos to hang out with each week Many a time, y'all help me with my mental health. Well, thank you so much, Aaron H. We—that's um, the best thing we could possibly hear. So yeah,
1: that's always the—that's the real fun in doing this. I like talking about wrestling, but stuff like that is—is is the thing that yeah. warms my heart the most. Um, <clears throat>
0: uh, thank you. Uh, pragmatism is evil. Uh, for your for your donation, thank you very much. Um, uh, Mark Losper uh, has a request. For get the flick out of here, we should uh, review Street Fighter the movie, um, which uh, which I'm all for. However, it is not available to stream anywhere uh, for free, so we'd have to like get reimbursed uh, by by Jimmy Van, which I'm sure he'd be I'm okay sure. with.
1: Yeah, I think we could invoice that.
0: We'd probably invoice that, but yeah, no, that's that is that is a that is a that is a top tier terrible, but also fun to watch movie. Um, and Mark Quill says I spent time chatting wrestling with some good friends For the site I helped edit and write for Instead of NXT So I think I made the wisest decision tonight Good evening Alex, Kate, J.W. Pringle, Bruster, Elizabeth Paul Elizabeth and the SGS Thank you Mark Quill Um, J.W. Pringle has uh, a question Did we see Cody get WWE'd for the first time In his new run with the Fed What the F was that? He became an actual baby face and had an amazing end to the feud handshake and all then Vince happens. Well, I mean, I, I, I would say it did as, it did as much, uh, was as weird to do what they did for Seth as it was for Cody. Like Seth, would like, okay, I respect you. Like, that's like, like, Oh, are they going to replace Cody with Seth? Because Seth learned his lesson because of like seeing Cody's so toughness is Seth going to be the replacement baby face? Then no, he just comes out and attacks him. And like, well, if you're going to do that, just, okay. But they also just, the way that they, the way they lionized Cody for the entire night on commentary. Cody Rhodes, the greatest of our era. The toughest man who's ever been tough. The balls on that man. How, how thick and
2: robust
1: the mysticals are.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, the Miz, sorry, uh, yeah. Mark Losper says Edge next week. After what happened to me last week, on this day,
1: I, I see clearly. Became...
0: Um, that's good. <laughs> okay, everybody, it's down to the nitty gritty here. We're just we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some some uh, requests. Um, we we have two regal wraps. Which will be uh, will be doing last, um, and we got one here. Where I'm, I'm not. Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, NCB has saying uh, saying that there's a new SGS character, Finn Balor. Listen, I, 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 it's a it's a very limited fake Finn Balor that I do, but I will very I will try very very hard to do it. Um, it the one he wants me to do is Back at One by Brian McKnight. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on a second. Uh, It's undeniable that we should be together. It's unbelievable how I used to say that I'd fall never. The basis is need to know if you... Hold on. The basis is need to know if you don't know just how I feel, then let me show you now that I'm for real. Of all things in time, time will reveal. One, you're like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Three, girls, to see that you're the only one for me. And four, repeat steps one through three. Five. Make you fall in love with me. If ever I believe my work is done, then I'll start pocket one.
1: Nailed it. Ah!
2: That's, it. No, that's, that's bad.
0: Sorry about that, guys. I mean, I, I can I can repeat certain things he said recently, like last night when he was like, "Thank you for the coined words." Like, <laughs> I, it I, I really can't.
1: Sounds to... more like Seamus.
0: <laughs> oh, Seamus is up here. Seamus is way up here. Hi, mate. What are you doing? He's very breathy. Seamus talks like this. Hey, come over here. Jeff Hardy, you're a junkie. Also, everybody in the New Day, I hate all of you. That's
1: how how Seamus is different. He uh, sounds like a brawling brute, that man.
0: Yeah. Um, He does, which is coincidental because he is. Samuel Hernandez says, in honor of my 21st birthday yesterday... Happy birthday. Happy birthday! I would like to request the last verse of Lift, Lift Yourself by Kanye West, sung by Tony D. Last you verse.
1: Some, you got some work to do.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh, well, no, no, no. The last verse. Here we go. Poopy dee scoop. Scoop diddy whoop. Whoop dee scoop the poop. Poop dee scoop dee. Scoop the whoop. whoopity scoop. Whoop, scoop. whoop poop. Whoop Poop, diddy whoop scope poop, poop, scope diddy whoop whoop diddy scope whoop diddy scope poop gabba goop thank beautiful you so thank you and
1: what a birthday, birthday. gift
0: <laughs> happy birthday and happy birthday um um NCB now we get two two regal wraps um uh we get uh NCB requesting baby by me by Fifty Cent. All right.
2: Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. -er. Be a millionaire. Be a be a millionaire. Shorty said, take it off, I'll take it off. Climb right out of my clothes. Want me to break you off? I'll break you off. Till your lum come down on your walls. I'm extremely focused. Sweating, I'm stroking. I better get you open. I'll leave your headboard broken. You think I'm joking? I bet I'll get you open. Have a baby by me, baby. <laughs> Be a millionaire, man with a mask. How are you? Battle frolic, <laughs> blood and guts.
1: Like what? Most of the time, I just like oh. We have so much fun on Tuesdays. And then some Tuesdays are like, what the hell are we doing? Like, what did we, what is this amazing, wonderful, wonderfully Mark, weird thing? We Mark Losper
0: pointing out, it's true. Kanye is such an incredible lyricist. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, finally, the last Regal Rap. Tom LaValle requesting Montero, a.k.a. Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. <laughs>
2: I caught it bad yesterday. You hit me with a call to your place. I have been out in a while, anyway. Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face. Romantic talking? You don't even have to try. You're cute enough uh, to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, I see the reason why. Maybe you are live in the life, but fella, you ain't living right. The cocaine and drinking with your friends. You live in the dark, boy. I cannot pretend. I'm not phased. Only here to sin. If sin ain't, if Eve ain't in your garden, uh, you know that you can. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. I'll be on my way. Call me when you want. Call me when you need. Call me out by your name. I'll be on the way like... mm, 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 mm. Blood and guts!
1: Nailed it. (laughs) Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Um, In... Kate, John what? Cena and yeah, yeah.
0: How, how, how can they find you, Kate?
1: Oh, uh, you can find me on Kate-stagrams, at Kate-stagrams on Instagram. You can follow me at Miss Kate Fabe on TikTok and eventually Twitter again. Um, and you can catch me on commentary at the excite commentary desk. And Alex, guess what they're setting up in August? What? At Excite Wrestling. What? It's in a stadium. Yes. Because it involves two rings. Indie wrestling.
2: Blood and guts.
1: Nailed it. War games. War games. Very exciting.
0: That is very cool. Um, (laughs) You can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. You can find the two of us talking about episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. We
1: can make if we try. uh,
0: On the the Know Your News show. Uh, Get the flick out of here. Uh, which will be dropping on Thursday, as per usual. Um, also, uh, tomorrow night I'll be talking uh, dynamite on this year channel with uh, with Sean Ross Sap. You got your own thing that you're
1: yeah, yeah. Doing. at Mark Order Pod. Uh, and then uh, on
0: Friday I'll be back talking about <sighs> SmackDown. And whatever the hell's going on over there, I'll
1: be talking about AEW Rampage and SmackDown on the main again with um, Alexis Cardoza this week because I don't, Sean I don't, fears me.
0: I don't like this. I don't like this whole
1: this dueling imp- imposter
0: Alex. Alex thing. I don't like this. You're gonna have to change his name. I'm not, not okay you should with do it. Do a run in. I, I might, I might have to. Um, uh, Mark Quill says we should borrow the Cody countdown for the countdown to Kate's return to, qu- to Twitter.
1: <laughs> I need like a Kate. Ba- wait. Can
0: I? We should we should do it. It should be a countdown. That's good. It should be a countdown, but spell with a K. The countdown. Ooh, I like that. The countdown. That's good. Um, I feel
1: like you're no selling my caterator. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and if, wait. wait. And we have if,
1: time.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure. We have all the time in the world, Kate. Okay? Show me we the catervader.
1: Fourteen minutes early. Ready? And
0: and if and if if Tatum Paxley was taking it, it'd be the Tater Vader.
1: It would be a Tater Vader. I don't have like a jacket. Okay, ready. <laughs> this is the first time they did it. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to come. Wrestling podcasting only has one Broil Society. <laughs> uh adrenaline in my pack why'd i wrestle what the heck that seems like negligence
0: all right everybody um i don't know i don't know what we're supposed to do now um
1: we we can tell the people that pretty much everything sucks and to keep cool gabagool i can't believe we didn't mention this that carmelo hayes and A promo said, Oh, I'm Gabba good whenever you want.
0: <laughs> oh, that that segment was great. Where we're, like, we're, we're, we're like, Tony was like, Hey, that's a nice little championship you got there. But you shame if something would have happened to it. <laughs> and he's like, It's he like, Whatever you say, man, I'm Gabba good with whatever you want, man. I was like, That's so great, good. that's so great. So uh,
1: good. yeah, it, no, was, it, it was Gabba it's, great.
0: It's it's, it's like. Luis is like giving me an excuse for what not, that wasn't your fault. It was my fault. That was my fault for not, for not reading that the most. I remember you putting it there. I just skipped over it, but um, yeah, Tony D just deciding who gets to keep the title for how long is better than him having any title. Like he's like, yes. you got to pay me protection money or something might happen. Like is, is, is absolutely great. Hey, the bo- the
1: bots finally showed up that's how we as know soon it's as soon as we all to decided go
0: to go home that's how we know it's time to go home the sex it's bots true. have a right, everybody the
1: go home box.
0: the go home keep yeah, there we go that, that i'm sorry that's it now <laughs> the go the sex spots have returned to the chat keep cool ghoul everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day